Welcome to Bangin' and Slingin'. You already know who it is, but do you really? But do you? But do, do you? you though? Do you know us? I don't think you do. I think we need to tell them. Oh shit! Roll call! There's some webs in this house. 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 There's some webs. Cause you fucking with some broke ass bitches. Woo! Take number 27. Here we go. Y'all get the juicy deets. Hey, 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 hey. About hey. who we are tonight. So, it's K-Mofo. It's a butcher. And we we let you feel us out. You know what I mean? We didn't really say who we are or what we're about other than the fact that we're broke. Mm-hmm. Which, that's only a little bit of the story, y'all. A tiny little fraction. But we here tonight to give you a little sneak peek. A little, a little kiss and tell about who the fuck the Babs are. We're going to spill the tea. So, we're going to take you back just a little bit, just for a quick little minute. And we both grew up in Michigan. I'm from, from Colorado, excuse me, I can't talk apparently. I'm from Denver, grew up in Michigan. Um, we grew up in a little town called Portage, Michigan. Ooh. We met when we were 16. Have you ever had a really close friend and there's a defining moment between the two of you that you just remember forever? Like, that's the moment that started your friendship. That you knew. That you just knew. Like, we're about to be homies forever. Forever, full life. It's like marriage without the ring. Mm-hmm. Because well, we have that. Yeah, we had a moment when we were 16 years old. It happened in our friend Kelsey's parents' bathroom. We had a bottle of the most disgusting liquor. I want to say it was like called wild turkey. I think it was called wild turkey because there was definitely a bird <laughs> on the bottle. And this shit was thick as hell. Oh, I wish y'all could see my face right now. I'm about to throw up. It was bad. It was so gross, and we're sitting there drinking this liquor, knowing it's disgusting, but at the same time, bonding. Mm -hmm. And I knew. Like, I knew at that moment, I was like, oh, shit, this is my bitch. This is my girl. This is my ride or die, my homie. And that's where it all began. The rest is history. The rest (laughs) is history. So... Like we said, we went to rival high school, so we had plenty of high school stories. We went to different colleges, but we had always remained friends. And after college, Bria moved out to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, moved to Colorado, and you know what? This bitch just cannot stay away. I couldn't. Kayla, I think, honest to God, she visited... Nine times. Yeah, I was out here. Over the years, yeah. I was out at least three times a year. Yep. Like, always coming to Colorado, always staying at Bria's house, smoking all the weed. Yeah, dude, we tow tow it up out here. Yeah, all the way. (laughs) All the way. And I remember, so I had, like, talked about moving to Colorado, but then I remember I came here one October, and... 
for some reason in my head, I was like, oh, Colorado doesn't get cold. And it was cold as fuck that October. It was for Halloween. Mm. And I remember after that, I was like, listen, Bria, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be moving to Colorado. I'm going to move into California. So, Kayla, what was the defining moment yeah. that made you just decide, I'm fucking moving to Colorado? Because I lied, y'all. I did not move to California. I moved to Colorado. It was about a year after that Halloween. It was a September. I came out to Colorado kind of on a whim, and we went to a J. Cole concert. Shout out, J. Cole. Dude, that concert, bomb as fuck. Oh, so good. It was his KOD tour, and it was remarkable. Like, probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Anyway, I remember leaving Colorado, and I was so sad. I was more sad than I had ever been leaving Colorado ever, and I just knew. I told Bria, I was like, I'm moving here. And I was like... Don't get me excited. I was standing at the bus stop on the phone like, mm-hmm, I'll see it. I'll see you when you get here, bitch. Whatever. Because yeah. I had been saying this shit for probably three years now. Back and forth. I'm moving. I'm not moving. I'm moving. I'm not moving. And I was serious. So three weeks from when I told Bria I was moving, I called her and I was like, yo, I found an apartment. Will you go let me know that it's not a piece of shit? So, like any good friend... I went, looked at this apartment, and... Yeah, she was like, it's not sketchy. It's in a good area. It was right by Cheeseman Park, right in Capitol Hill. And probably, like, two two days later, I was like, yo, Bria, I put my security deposit on the apartment. I'll be out here in November. (laughs) I hadn't told my boss. I hadn't told anyone. My boss actually found out I was moving because a job I was applying for called him for a background check. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. So that was fun. But honestly, when I was moving out to Colorado, I had a string of bad luck. Like two weeks before I was moving out to Colorado, my car was totaled. I totaled my car, which was my way of transportation out to Colorado because I had a dog at the time, Diego, RIP. I found out that Diego had kidney failure. And also, like, my dad and I hadn't been getting along, and he told me, all this bad shit is happening to you because you are not supposed to move. But he was wrong. And I want everyone, everyone, if you're going to make a major change in your life, You need to know and accept that there are going to be, I don't want to call them consequences, but yeah, I guess they kind of are consequences because you're changing the vibration of your life. You're changing what you are doing. So when all of that bad shit happened to me, I knew I was making the right choice because the universe was resisting me. They wanted me to stay in place. They wanted it to be the status quo. And I was not doing that, so I knew. I was like, fuck yes, I'm making the right choice. Even as my life was falling apart, no fucking car, sick dog, I was like, I know I'm doing the right thing. And that's, I think, that's such a cool thing, especially for a young person to literally pack up their whole fucking life and move across the country, just kind of like, all right, here we go, like, Everything turned out perfectly fine. I mean, 
What an amazing, I mean, honestly, it takes a lot of courage just to fucking pack a shit up. It was hard. move across the country. I didn't have a job lined up out in Colorado. I had a savings, and I was like, fuck it. This was the first time I had my own place by myself. I got a new car. Like, it really was crazy. And also, I want everyone to know, like, although it was an amazing experience, it does not mean it was easy. The first year I was in Colorado was not easy. Yeah, girl. Tell me how much you grew. I fuck, dude. I mean, I grew exponentially. Like, I just want to set the scene. Before I moved out to Colorado, I was a fuck girl. <laughs> like, you talk about fuck boys, that was me. Okay? Like, I literally was a man... Well, maybe I wasn't a man hater at this point, but I was like... Pretty damn close. I'm pretty damn close. <laughs> I... Didn't have very good habits. I was drinking all the time. Whatever. I come out to Colorado. I have my own place. I have my own responsibilities. I have a sick dog, so I have someone else that I have to take care of. And I had to take care of myself. I didn't come out here with a full-time job. And if you guys didn't know, Colorado is expensive as hell. Like, I thought I had enough money to move out here. And then I came out here and was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That money goes really fast when your rent is over a grand a month, which is what most people in Colorado are paying. And it was a moment of growth. And also, I know in that year, Bria, you you went through some shit as well. Yeah, y'all. So let me just tell you. I was so hyped. Kayla moved here. And then... Ugh. Life happens, y'all. Life happens. I am a huge advocate of mental health, which is why I don't have a problem talking about it, but I experienced a major depressive episode, was just going through it, like, hardcore, like, a month or two after Kayla moved here, and people experience depression differently. When I go through depression, I just isolate myself completely, so I pretty much just stopped talking to everyone, everyone, Kayla, everyone. And that lasted for probably nine months. Yeah, it, it lasted for a while. Yeah. I would say probably, yeah, nine, I nine was, months to yeah. a year, maybe? I was very concerned for you. Yeah. I was um, very concerned. So I went through my own shit, and I think the beautiful part in that is, is that... Like, out of that, my friendships and my relationships with people that supported me grew so much. Going, supporting somebody with mental health, I can't imagine how difficult that is. Um, and, like, it was not easy. I think for, for me, just knowing that I didn't want to be the way that I was, and I just wanted to go back to... Just, like, having a bomb-ass time with my friend, but that's just not where I was able to to be at, and Kayla met me where I was, and I think that that's really beautiful, and I'm just so grateful to have friends that were able to, I don't know, just be supportive and understand as much as they could. And honestly, that was a learning experience for me as well because 
anyone, if you know someone that is depressed or going through something, it is hard to be able to separate who they are as a person from where they are at at that moment. And that was something that was a struggle. Um, I just want to bring up really this one story of... We can laugh, on, we can yes, laugh we about have, it now. Guys, we've had probably like hundreds of hours of conversations about just like mental health yeah. and about like what the situation was because it was it was even looking back for me it was scary I'm just grateful to be alive today so yeah um but yeah dude please tell this story I'm gonna tell it, tell and, it. and really fast like just going off of what Bria was saying it is important to always like have those conversations just because I don't think Bria and I could have come back together stronger if we didn't go through those uncomfortable conversations of like this is what I was going through. And then also me being like, this is how it affected me mm -hmm. and us meeting in the middle and understanding like that's what a relationship is. No one is going to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. So sometimes you have to pick up the slack. Sometimes they have to pick up the slack. And sometimes you have to realize that you are both in a dark place and you have to let that go and come back together stronger. Mm -hmm. So this fucking story, y'all first and foremost, do not ever let me book any travel, any Airbnbs, none of that. Because I don't read shit. I look at pictures and I'm like, good to go. So it was Bria, Kelsey, and I. And we're like, we're going to go up to Strawberry Hot Springs. So for all of you that aren't familiar with Colorado, it's about three and a half, four hours away from Denver. It's this beautiful hot springs, whatever. So that's what everyone thinks we are doing. Well, I find this Airbnb, and I had thought on the map it was only 30 minutes away from Strawberry Hot Springs. We're driving. We are in the middle of fucking nowhere. In this town, no service. So it had, like, specific directions. We had to go on a dirt road in the middle of the winter, seven miles to this house, up in the mountains. Like, literally... In the mountains. I'm having a panic attack because I don't like driving in the snow in general. And I'm seeing, like, this dirt road, literally there's water. I hit it with my car and, like, I'm slightly losing control. On both sides of the road are these snow banks that you don't even know how deep this snow is. Let me, hold on. Can we just, yeah. let me paint the scene from my perspective. <laughs> okay? I'm sitting in the back seat behind our friend Kelsey, who... She is, like, doing this diet. She's, uh... She's just, super into fitness. She does shows. Yeah, she's great. But <laughs> she is fucking burping. <laughs> it smells so bad. And I'm sitting behind her. And then I'm sitting next to Diego, who is Kayla's dog, whom I fucking love. But, oh, He had bad breath as well. Fucking God, dude. This... I was just done. And also, I was so mentally unstable that I was I went mute for the this entire trip yes. so I didn't speak so the entire four-hour car ride Bria puts her headphones the in the entire trip yes okay the entire trip yeah Bria's not talking 
Kelsey literally, I think, passed out because of the elevation change, and I, I didn't realize. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like just driving. She's like, "Please pull over," and I'm like, "There's nowhere to pull over." But really, I just like didn't know how to handle it. So, anyways, we finally get to the Airbnb. We're like, "Oh, thank God, we're here," and we can't find this Airbnb anywhere. Like, literally, we're on the side of a mountain. There's not a house to be seen. Well, all of a sudden, the owner of the Airbnb comes out on a snowmobile, and he's like, yeah, you guys can park right there. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, so where's the Airbnb? And he's like, oh, you didn't read the description, did you? (laughs) I'm like, no, I didn't read the description. This house was probably a 15-minute walk uphill in the snow. Snow that when you stepped in it, you sink to your fucking knees. Not just regular ass snow. I'm talking about mountain snow. Mountain snow. Like, okay, sorry. So, I, just, I just need to make sure that they understand they what understand. the fuck was happening. And literally, so you guys know how much I didn't read this. I had literally bought, I didn't even pack clothes. I brought a bag of my laundry to wash because they had a washer and dryer. I didn't even pack my clothes. Yeah, I didn't have quarters to use my laundry at my apartment. So bring my clothes. I'm not even wearing a winter coat. I don't have boots. Bria has her Uggs. Yes. So anyway, uh. anyway, we are up in the middle of the nowhere, walking to and from the house, which is like a 15-minute trek back to my car, sinking in the snow. And, fuck. Y'all, when we stepped out of that car, and I heard this man say, you're gonna have to walk through this fucking deep-ass snow for 15 minutes to get back to your cabin, if looks could kill y'all, Kayla would have been fucking struck dead. Dude, I, I was dead, but the best part is... He was like, well, I can take one of you on the snowmobile, so my ass was Guess who got on the snowmobile? I was like, yeah, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> and that was our fucking weekend, y'all. Um, I was so over it, you guys, that we fucking made it to the cabin, put all of our shit in there, and then we had no... We were so not prepared. Like, we had no food, nothing. The amount that we were unprepared is just fucking astonishing like we had no food we had nothing we had no food nothing i don't even know if we had water honestly like so we had to make the trek back up and the truck back up to the car was up fucking hill <laughs> through the snow that when you step in it you sank into your up to your knees how big is i'm like that's probably like two two or three feet yeah it was a lot <clears throat> and so we go back up to the car by this time you guys it's dusk like the sun is Coming down, and it's coming down quick. So we have to drive into this little fucking town. And because Kelsey is on her diet, we can't get junk food from the Dollar General. We have to get, like, fucking egg whites and shit. So I just, like, I just couldn't handle it. So they go into the store, and my ass was so fucking pissed off and so done, y'all. I was about to buy a 300 Uber home. (laughs) I was like, this is some fucking bullshit. Oh, I was like, I'm about to take Diego. We're about to get the fuck out of yeah. here. <laughs> she was going to take Diego and dip. <laughs> and honestly, after that weekend, this just kind of, I feel like this shows my personality probably more than Bria's, but Bria was so, like, 
like she said, she was not in a good place. She ended up writing Kelsey and I a letter. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Talk she about it. She wrote us a letter to break up with us. Yep. Kelsey, being the understanding human she is, was like, she's just going through something. I read that letter, y'all, and I yeah. called Bria and left her a voicemail cussing yes. her the fuck out. Yes. I was like, if you don't want to be my friend anymore, you're going to tell me that's my fucking face. And then we were, like, about to meet up. <laughs> yeah, dude, we went through a friend breakup almost, but Kayla wouldn't allow it. Yeah, I'm crazy. So I was like, you're going to break up with me? <laughs> no, the fuck you're not. You're not breaking up with me. Yes, yeah. So that is that story. Uh, but those are defining friendship moments, like, Dude, the fact yes. that we fucking made it through that shit, I mean, there's a lot of other shit, but that so is just... So many. Ugh. I mean, I honestly wanted to choke both y'all. Yeah. And I, <laughs> we, we didn't care. We were, like, laughing, giggling, whatever, being stupid as hell. But like Bria said, those are defining moments, and we want to set the scene because... This has been a friendship that's been around over a decade, so we have had our ups and downs, like any relationship, and that's something that I, I feel like it's not talked about as much. Maybe I just haven't had those conversations. I know this goes back to when we were talking about, like, we've had previous conversations about this, but on the internet or on social media or movies, how we are always either seeing the extremes, like extreme happiness or like extreme toxic Mm -hmm. and not actually real life examples of what healthy, cohesive friendships. I mean, this is really a partnership because now we are, in business together. Which was but, a long time coming, y'all. Like, the amount of business plans that we've written together. <laughs> stupid. Crazy. Like, we're just, like, fucking born to be entrepreneurs together, I guess. Because we've been writing business plans for probably four years. Yeah. Like, so many business ideas. But here we are. And it's it's going, y'all. We get there. We've... We got our Ooh. LCC. We about to get this business account. Yeah. We about to get some grants. Yeah. Stay fucking tuned. Stay tuned. We have a partnership that we're going to talk more about in these upcoming episodes. We are networking. We have people in Colorado, business owners, musicians. Like, we are going to introduce to you our network because... Honestly, that's what we're all about. Like, when we're talking about fuck corporate America, like, fuck big businesses, fuck the government, all that stuff, it's because we know our power, and we know what our power attracts, so all of you listening to us, you're on the same vibe as us, so you're the people we want to fuck with. And also, the power of stories. Like, millennials, like, we go through, like, talk about fucking trauma. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Shit. For real. Fuck, y'all, we've been through some shit. (laughs) All of us. Everyone. Everyone in the world. But I'm specifically talking about millennials right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I just am excited to just get people on our podcast and just hear what people have fucking gone through. Because that shit's what I... I fucking live for. Like, I love hearing people's stories. I love just talking and shooting this shit and chopping it up. Like, 
There's so many good things in the works, y'all. There's so much to learn, too. Oh, like, God. The amount that you... Like, when people just shut the fuck up... Yeah. And, like, listen to learn instead of listen to reply, like, that's where the fucking magic happens. That is where the beauty happens. That's where the butterflies come oh, from. You know like, what I mean? It's so cool. So... And you want to bring that to y'all. Hey, hey, and you bring hey. it to us. You bring that shit to us. Too. Bring it back. Bring it back. And But <laughs> also, though, it's something that I think it's an art that is slowly being lost. Because, like, I watch these presidential debates. I watch the news. Not very much, because, honestly, I can't stand what these motherfuckers are saying. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you see people on the news on the, that are supposed to be leaders, that are supposed to be our examples, and they're cutting people off. They're not letting them finish their thought. They're being vindictive. Like, what? What? You know what I mean? Like, what are you... I just... Oh, dude. I don't know. It baffles me. But also, I'm like, yeah, no wonder it's these fucking boomers out here ruining everything. Y'all, I just have to mention it. It's out of context, but I just want to make sure that our FBI agent knows that we're thinking about him right now. Oh. Or her. Or her. It could be yeah, her. Yeah, it could be her. They haven't responded yeah. if they want to be on our show or not. It's true. Shout out to our FBI agent. We be thinking about you. Yeah, we're thinking about <laughs> you. We're wondering your thoughts, too. What are your traumas? Why are you working with the federal government? What happened to you? Why are you spying on me? I'm sorry for the things that you see through my camera. Shit. <laughs> You're getting a free show, baby. <laughs> we don't need OnlyFans for our FBI agent. You yeah, can see that shit for free. They're in the right fucking job. <laughs> God anyway. Um, so, now we're here. We are here. 27-year-olds. <laughs> 2020, the shit show of a year. 2020, and I am excited to see where the next, somebody told me we have like 10 more Fridays until Christmas. Seriously? Does that sound right to you? I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I know Halloween soon. I love me some Halloween. But 2020 is rapidly and slowly coming to a close. 2021's on the horizon, and y'all, this is the fucking year. This is the year. This is the year for everyone. 2020. 2020 was I. It, it was, was kind was of rock weird. bottom for, for a lot of it. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was 100% rock bottom, but... I guess rock bottom has just become my norm, so yeah. I'm, like, thinking it's okay. You're like, everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's okay. No, I'm not crying. It's my allergies. Yeah, that's true. The amount of fucking... I had, like, seven breakdowns just today, so... <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, 2020 was all right. Like, it's okay. No, you're being positive, though. But I agree. Like, I felt a shift, and it was really around the same time that we decided to do this podcast, I felt a shift in myself. Like, my summer was trash. It was asshole, trash, booty, poop. I don't, like, all the bad, horrible things, that's what it was. Not all of it, but I just had some traumatic shit happen, and I don't know, dude. I felt a shift, and I, I'm trying to carry this energy 
take it into 2021. Like, let's make things happen. Yeah, I just want to maybe end on this amazing story. So, the universe is so cool, works in mysterious ways, but shout out to Tave. She reached out to us on Instagram. Her and her friends were coming to visit from Ohio. She stayed consistent with messaging us. We ended up meeting up with herself and her friends and had dinner and had amazing conversation. Again, back to that story thing. Um, And this was all from the podcast. Yeah. We got to meet these people because of our podcast. and These four beautiful, inspiring, intelligent. Oh, my God. God damn. These are four black women. Three with their masters, one going for their PhD, and one working on their undergrad. Like, fuck, y'all. I just, honestly, me being a black woman, like, I was just in awe. And that was such a beautiful moment. And also, best case scenario. Best case, yeah. Who the hell are you going to meet? We felt like it was an online dating situation, meeting up with them. and. Honestly, like, it was so cool to meet people that way because of this podcast. It opened up a lot of opportunities for us to hear people's stories and just connect with people. And honestly, I think that that is, like, the beautiful part about life. It is the beautiful part. That's why I do this podcast. So, and also to talk shit, too. (laughs) Talk some shit, meet some people. But that's what we're here. That's what we're about We know we didn't have to do this episode, but we wanted to. We wanted to make sure you knew who we are, what we're about, and where we're trying to go. And if you like what you sound, reach out to us because... we want to hear from you. Yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to meet you. Honestly... Yeah, Zoom's kind of in now, too. Yeah. Remember when Skype had the platform to take off? That was the biggest fail of 2020. That Zoom... Do you, Skype has been around for, like, ten fucking years. Yeah, like, Skype? Yeah, you're like, what Skype? is that? Wow. Yeah, they fucked up. I don't know what happened with them. But, shout out to Zoom, I guess. Hey. <laughs> or FaceTime. Um, <clears throat> I digress, per usual. Um, do you have a Babs moment, Kayla? Yeah. So, my Babs moment is right by my work. There are these gentlemen that they get up really dressed up nice in their suits and they go sell these newspapers. I think it's collection for a church maybe. Anyway, so this guy's like, hey, you know, do you have $2 for this paper? I'm like, no, I have no money. But guys, I found a dollar. I found a single dollar and I was able to give this man 50% of what he wanted. So, it's a step up from last week. It's better than no percent. Yeah, and it's a step up. So, 50% better this week. That's what I was. Hey, broke-ass bitch. What about you, Bria? Um, my Babs moment was, I have to go back to work. I work in a school. And I... Got to get a taste of that fucking bus life again. Oh, no. <laughs> like, chilling in quarantine. I've been chilling too cool, too hard. Like, ain't had to get on the bus, the train, nothing for the past since March. Y'all, that, those bus rides really killing me. <laughs> they really do. So, back on the light rail, back on the bus. 
Feeling like a broke ass bitch. Hey. But I love it though. Shit. I wouldn't change it for nothing. Except like maybe a Porsche. Except, oh, shit. <laughs> I'll definitely change it for a Porsche, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, everyone. We hope that you have a wonderful Saturday night. Remember, ladies, push up those titties. Smile extra, blink, get that drink. Gentlemen, stare deeply into that woman's eyes and be like, you know what? It's your turn, bitch. You buy me a drink. Yes. You know, I'm I'm not trying to be out here for advocating for men because I feel like y'all been abused sometimes. <laughs> Don't let these hoes run you over. Don't do it. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Good night. Good night. Like and subscribe. Follow us. Banging and slanging. The podcast where anything goes. You heard it right. Banging and slanging, bitches.